Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. When I first started, I was kind of, I wanted to do it, but I was too afraid to take the big step. You know, it wasn't until I decided to uh, take action and invest in my education when things started happening, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, I found out that you can't just have your foot in, in it just a little bit, but not all the way in. Um, if you do that, then nothing's going to happen. Broadcasting from Terrio Studios in Glendale, California, it's time for Epic Real Estate Investing with Matt Terrio. Yeah. Hello. Hello and welcome. Welcome to you. Welcome to another episode of Epic Real Estate Investing. If this is your first time listening to the show, super glad that you are here. And if this is not your first time, welcome back. This is the place where I teach people how to escape the rat race by investing in real estate. And if I were to do it all over again, I'd do it exactly the same way. And i do it exactly the same way whether I had money and credit to work with or not. You're probably getting tired of hearing me say that, but I absolutely mean it and I just want to emphasize it because... You know, while I was finding my way, I stumbled upon 12 different strategies of investing in real estate using no money. And, and I, I didn't have a credit score, so I didn't have that choice either. And I think in hindsight, being forced to get started that way, it made me a better investor. And I'm here to help and, and make you a better investor as well. That's what I want for you. So what I did is I put took those first two strategies of the 12. I put them inside of a free course just for you. I think those two strategies are the easiest and they're the fastest strategies to a paycheck. And uh, you can access that free course at free realestateinvestingcourse.com. And if you're all super excited about that and you can't wait to get back to your computer, you can access it right there on your phone. Just text free course to 55678. Free course to 55678. All righty. So here we are on day five of our epic celebration. We're celebrating our 100th episode this week, our 1 millionth download, and the grand opening of the Epic Pro Academy version 2.0, of which... Um, has not quite opened yet. <laughs> uh, I did, uh, uh, depending on when you were listening to this, I had a perfect uh, celebration planned for all this week, and we got snagged right in the middle with our payment processor, so I haven't been able to open up the Academy. And the uh, the day that we're supposed to open up, yesterday's episode, I pre-recorded that. So it says we're open on that episode, but we actually weren't. And as of right now, me recording Friday's episode, today's episode, um, we are still not, so I'm crossing my fingers. It's just going to happen when it's ha- going to happen. I am going to keep my word. Everybody's going to get in. Everyone is going to get the discount code. If you're on the mailing list for the uh, free real estate investing course, if you opted in for that, you will get the discount code. Um, I've already got a slew, an inbox full of what happened type emails. So bear with me. 
I've done a hundred percent on my part. Now it's in somebody else's hand, and I'm a com- and on somebody else's hands, and I'm completely at their mercy. So let's just kind of let that happen how it's going to happen. And as of right now, let's get on to what's most important today. I've got another guest, another Epic Pro Academy member, happens to be a former coaching client of mine as well from right here in Southern California, one of the more challenging markets for my my coaching clients, Uh, not without success, but it does come a little slower with a little bit more effort. And I'd love to hear about it. I haven't talked to him in a long time and uh, we didn't even catch up before recording. So I'm gonna get to hear all of this. Hopefully he has good things to say about us. (laughs) This is the uh, first time I've talked to him and I'm interested to hear what's going on. So I welcome to the show and you can please help me welcome as well, Mr. Chris Ty. Chris, welcome to Epic Real Estate Investing. Thanks, Matt. Thanks for having me. You bet. Glad that you're here, bud. Good to catch up with you. Yeah. And uh, I guess we're, we're going to do that catching up right now. But before we get started, just kind of share with everybody, you know, what your background is and what you were doing before you decided to get involved in real estate investing. Sure. Um, so I, uh, as of a month and a half ago, I just finished 20 years in the military. Um, and uh, my background is all military. I also did some time as a police officer in two cities here in the, in the United States, one in California and one in another state. Um, and so that, that's been pretty much my background. And with the military, obviously everybody knows if you're in the military, you deploy. Um, as I got older and I got a family, I got tired of deploying. So I wanted to figure out what can I do um, other than this military stuff that's just taking me away from my family. Mm-hmm. Um, so my last deployment, I read that book that probably everyone else has read is Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And I was stuck on a ship and the library didn't have many books, and I didn't have access to information. So I read that book probably about two or three times during that deployment. Mm. Um, so as soon as I got back, I was determined to learn more about investing and what I can do to really um, develop that um, cash flow that everyone talks about. And as soon as I started work, I had a, a long commute. I commuted an hour and a half in the morning and about two hours after work. And I said, well, you know, I'm just going to use that time to invest in my knowledge and downloaded um, some podcasts, and what I did was I did a search on Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and I believe yours was the first that came up. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how I, I got to listening to your podcast. I started from day one, um, and uh, that's how I got into really getting into uh, wanting to do real estate investing. Perfect. Um, so that's, that's how I uh, got to where I am. Okay, so that was that was actually relatively recently, like maybe in the last couple years or so, right? Yeah, in fact, I just got back from that point. Well, not just back, but two years ago is when I got back from that point. So it's not that long. It's about two years. Got it. Got it. So this hasn't been like a, a lifelong dream. It hasn't been passed down through your family or anything like that. This was No, not just... at all. In fact, the military has been passed down through my family, so I'm going to try to stop that. <laughs> <laughs> well, very good. Well, thank you for your service, Chris. We appreciate your, sure, your, your support of our country and, and the sacrifices that you make to keep us all safe. So we can invest in real estate and uh, and do it freely and make a profit. And, and welcome to the club, buddy. Thanks. Appreciate it. You bet. Um, so let me ask you about the, the, the Rich Dad, Poor Dad book. What was it in there that just really, you know, lit you up that caused you to read it a couple more times after you read it the first time? Um, it, I'm trying to remember. It's been a while since I read it, but um, it wasn't really, I mean, he's, he, t- he touched a bit on real estate in, in the book, um, but it was more about, creating a cash flow mm-hmm. and um, after I read the book it wasn't real estate that I was looking after I was, I was looking for the idea of how to get that cash flow 
And, you know, my thought at the time was real estate was just, you know, I don't want to be a landlord. It's a headache and this and that. Um, and, you know, I was pretty naive. Um, so it, it was can just, be a headache. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. So, you just have to choose your headaches. <laughs> yeah. So I think what it was that kept me going back and reading it over and over again is just that I knew that the more I read it, the more I would learn. It would um, encourage me to think more. And I, I was hoping that if I keep reading it, the idea would come to my mind, and I knew exactly what I was going to do. Obviously, that didn't happen until months later, but um, that, that that was the reason why I, I read it a few times. Got it. Got it. Cool. So uh, through a search of just being uh, taking some initiative with your uh, with your learning and your education, and, and you found this podcast, you decided to become an Academy member. You decided to uh, take on the, the role of as a, I guess, an apprentice. You, you joined my coaching program. What was it, I guess, what was it about the podcast that inspired you to, you know, okay, so real estate, that's what it's going to be? I guess, you know, I I listened to, I think it was the first eight episodes, you covered um, what it was in the free real estate investing course um, back then. And um, then I I signed up for the emails and the, uh, the, checked out the video course. Um, Just going through that, it just made sense to me. I said, you know, real estate does make sense as far as creating that passive cash flow that, that I want. Um, and instead of spending more time searching for the idea, I think that idea is right there in front of me. It's, it's real estate. Mm-hmm. And um, my wife was uh, had just gotten her real estate license, and she's in real estate. And I'm like, well, you know, it, it makes sense. I mean, she's into it. I'm into it. And, you know, we could just sit around the, the dinner table and chat about real estate and have a good conversation about it and, you know, make some money. So I guess that was the reason why I felt real estate was the way to go. Mm-hmm. Cool. Cool. Yeah. It, it, I think it does make sense as well. Yeah. It yeah. makes dollars too, but um, um, yeah, I'll, I'll leave the joke <laughs> to the other guys. Anyway. Um, okay. So I know during our coaching program, we got started and yep. you, you hit the ground running and you definitely got into action and you're yeah. very diligent with that. But our, our coaching sessions, they ended while you were, I guess, in the middle of two different deals. And right. I never really heard what came of those. So so what happened yeah. there? All right. So, yeah, I had um, – I, I, I wrote I don't know how many tons of yellow letters, which generated several phone calls that were really interesting. Um, so the first – the first house that I got under contract really actually was not from a yellow letter. That was from me. Um, I was going to go up to a, a city that was about an hour away from here. That was kind of an older city with older homes um, to check out two um, for sale by owner houses. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did a search in that city, and I found a, a, an old beat-up home without a, without a roof. It had been vacant for seven years, and, and it looked like a, another investor was trying to sell it. Um, so I got the address. I did like a... Uh, phone book, research online, found the owner's name, uh, called and left several messages, and she ended up calling me back. So anyway, I ended up getting it under contract, and that was that that house was a headache. I had it under contract for I think four months before I was able to get rid of it, mm-hmm. um, and it was a challenge because it had about twenty six thousand dollars worth of liens on the house. Mm-hmm. And um, the house was not worth much more than that, and it was difficult to find someone to buy that house. Um, and at the end of the day, it just uh, got to the point to where I had to just 
forget about trying to make money on it and just get this off my 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 back mm-hmm. um, and get it sold. So that's what I did after about four months. So Got it. I learned a lot, but it was not uh, anything that I made money on. Definitely. Got it. Um, the second house I got under contract from that from um, that from that house, Chris. You you made yeah. absolutely nothing. It was just a walk away and. Yeah, because it, it came down to of um, if if I. Because at first I was going to make about two grand or so off the house, mm-hmm. and um, it came down to it that the owner of the house wouldn't budge. I got I talked her down from like thirteen grand all the way down to three thousand mm-hmm. um, dollars. She wouldn't budge on the price. Uh, the buyer wouldn't budge. I couldn't find after four months. I couldn't find a buyer, so I'm like, okay, either I just say, you know what, forget it and let this transaction happen, or I can just hold on to it and try for another four months to uh, make some money off it. So I didn't make any money off of it. But the owner of the house, the seller, did knit uh, a blanket for my son. So I did get something out of it. <laughs> <laughs> ah, perks. Perks. <laughs> yeah. So did you just let the property go or did you just find someone that would just would take it? No, that? someone bought it. Uh, he rehabbed it. Uh, he, had, he had to tear it down and build a new house. So, right. I, I mean, it's, there's a new house. There's tenants there. It looks nice. I mean, at the end of the day, my efforts did make a nice house for the community, and the code enforcement officer didn't have to deal with that property anymore. So, well, there you go. I mean, I guess I can feel good about that. Still serving the country. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's go to the next deal. I remember this one. Yeah, the second one, you know, this was a really good property. It had two houses on one lot in San Diego, um, and it, uh, it was great. Um, the owner of the house had mental issues and he was a hoarder and the, the state of his house was just a mess but the rental property in the back was had a tenant that was performing it was doing well um, I got it under contract he owed some money on it um, I got a few buyers that were interested in it but the problem was they all found a huge crack in the foundation in the back house mm. um, and for some reason you know I'm not all that knowledgeable of um, um, you know, construction and stuff like that. But apparently this was a, a big deal to where really they didn't want to touch it. And if they did, they wanted something, um, they, they wanted to buy it for a value less than what the guy uh, owed on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it, you know, I tried seeing if, you know, we can do it as a short sale situation. Um, but at the end of the day, the, uh, the seller, um, just um, the, the contract um, ended and he just wanted out of it and, um that was the end of it. So, um, yeah, I didn't get anything out of that either. Okay, so, so they was, just canceled the... Uh... Yeah, it was a canceled contract. So um, if it wasn't for that foundation, there was a potential of making some pretty good money out of that one. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, well, essentially strike two, right? Yeah, strike two. <laughs> and then I, I never really heard from you again, so bring me up to yep. speed. What's been happening since then? That's probably, what, about a year ago? Yeah, that was about a year ago. So what happened after that was... Um, you know, obviously, two two deals. I wouldn't say gone bad. It's not like I lost money, but you know, put a lot of effort towards them, and they didn't work out as well. So, kind of got burnt out a little bit. But at the same time, you know, I was working full time in the military. Um, you know, eight hour days plus my four hour day commute um, was just killing me. Mm-hmm. And then coming home and trying to do all these yellow letters at night. So, um, I ended up having some, you know, with the long hours and everything, just kind of some issues that were affecting my health. So I just said, you know, I need to chill out and, and take a break for a little bit. And plus, my wife was trying to build her business. So 
you know, someone had to watch the kid at night. So, you know, I wanted to support her by giving her the time to work on her business. Mm-hmm. So we kind of took a lot of time to just focus on, you know, what do we want to do? I mean, you know, you, you, you said before to focus on the cash flow rather than the quick flip, right? So that's what I wanted to focus more on was, was the cash flow, because that's what I wanted at the end of the day, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I had a, um, a retirement account from um, a job before I went back on active duty, and uh, it was still sitting in an IRA, you know, just making like 3% a year or whatever. Um, and at the same time, I was listening to Mark Kohler's show, and Mark had mentioned something about a self-directed IRA. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I contacted him, got a consultation with him. Um, he got me in touch with some good people, so I moved my stuff over to a self-directed IRA. And I spent probably about 10 months interviewing, I don't know, a few people, at least five people on where to invest this money. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, I decided to... Uh, uh, create an LLC in Illinois, uh, put an offer on five homes out there, and it was accepted So, in a short sale situation. So I, um, with my retirement account, owns five homes in Illinois. Mm. Um, in fact, we have a sixth one under contract right now that should be closing soon, and we're looking at a seventh property that is a uh, multifamily uh, unit that mm-hmm. we'll be getting um, with a down payment and seller financing. Awesome. Awesome. So, you know, it, it's cool. I mean, I can't touch that money now because it's in my IRA, but mm-hmm. at least I know my retirement's going to be okay. Um, and then, you know, my wife and I right now are just kind of game planning on what can we do right now to use the money we saved right now um, to get cash flow with that money that we can actually uh, touch, you know, now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you end up in Illinois? From Are you still living in Southern California? Yes, I still live in Temecula. So okay. um, I, yeah, I interviewed somebody in New York, and, and I, I just, um, I was listening to a lot of podcasts. I was doing a lot of reading on real estate investing uh, uh, websites, and um, I came across uh, Illinois. Illinois, I mean, uh, you can get a property out there for fairly cheap, and I, you know, I only had about I think forty, forty-five grand in my retirement account, so it's not like I could buy a house in Southern California with that. Um, in Illinois, you know, the houses are cheap, um, and I just, uh, with all the people I talked to, that was the one I felt most comfortable with. There was more options at the time, um, so that's why I chose Illinois. Got it. Got it. Super. So, um, kind of diverted your, your journey through a wholesaling route or a flipping route into more of the cash flow route immediately. Yeah, yeah. Cool. All right, so, looking back, like in the, uh, on your wholesaling part, what would what would you do differently, knowing what you know now? Um, what would I do differently? I think, uh, you know, I, I actually I, I started going to a real estate investing club locally here, and you know, being being the new guy and not really knowing what I um, not knowing much about the real estate investing stuff, I put my trust in these, these guys a little too much, I think, mm-hmm. and. Um, you know, at the end of the day, I found out they were as inexperienced as I was. Um, so I, I put a lot of trust in these guys. And I, um, instead of relying on my own uh, abilities to do good research and due diligence, I relied on these guys a little too much. And I think um, if I had not done that, perhaps I would have gotten a deal on that second property. Mm-hmm. You know, it's... It, 
I'm, I'm just assuming I could be wrong in that. Um, uh, but, um, uh, I think that's what I would have done differently is that I would have, um, really felt that felt more confident in my abilities to do the research and do the work to get the job done. Um, instead of trying to do a team effort, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. No, it makes total sense. You know, I just held a, uh, an online coaching session, I don't know, two nights ago. Yeah. And, one of the comments that were, I always open up the end of those coaching sessions for questions. And one of the questions was, came from someone who's just getting started and that she said that she went to a real estate investors club and she was very intimidated. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, how do you navigate through that situation when you feel like everybody knows more than you do? And I kind of straightened her out with, I don't know if I straightened her out, but I I tried to put everything in perspective for her that, you know, when you're not doing any deals and you go to the clubs, you feel like you're the only one there not doing deals. Yeah, right. And then when you do just one or two deals and you go to the clubs, you quickly realize you're the only one that did a deal that month. <laughs> exactly. You yeah. know? So yeah. I think that's a good point is to, to have a lot more confidence in your current capabilities. I mean, you, you yeah. need the education. Yeah. I mean, you need the, you need good guidance. But, you know... Most people don't need as much hold or hand holding as they think they do, and the yeah. other people out there, they're not doing as much as you think they are. There's a right. lot of people out there that can talk a good game. They might have been, they might have been attending seminars for years, so now they've got the spiel down, you know. Yeah, exactly. exactly. But uh, when it really comes down to it, there's not a whole lot of people out there taking action. And and another big right. fear that people have is is because of so many people talking the talk out there, they feel there's a bunch of competition, so they never get started as well. Yeah, and exactly. And the competition is a fraction of what you think it is. It's a fraction, yeah. regardless of what you're hearing people say. So, Right, right. I'm, I'm glad I, you... I agree with that. And, you know, what I found out was, uh, you know, doing all these yellow letters and all the phone calls I was getting and stuff, and, you know, I would meet with these people and, you know, I would share with them, yeah, I got uh, a, a second house under contract, and all of a sudden they just wanted, like, jump on the bandwagon and, and like, oh, hey, I want to be a part of this deal. You know, we can work together. And mm. it just seemed like, um, you know, they wanted me to do all the work and jump on it and try to get a piece of the action and get paid. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the end of the day, you know, it, it got to the point where it got frustrating. And I, and I um, you know, just called the guy and said, hey, look, man, I don't think, you know, I want to be a part of this team. Um, I, I just don't see it happening um, because it, I just didn't see the, the – sh- workload being being um, equally mm-hmm. divided upon the team and um so yeah that, that's what I, you were I, telling him yeah 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 exactly <laughs> exactly you know it's uh i mean i've heard this several several times and and it sounds like you're experiencing it also it's uh you know after going through the academy and, and taking on those lessons and then you go start talking to people and you do you actually did get into action i mean you quickly become the teacher you don't, yeah, exactly. you don't uh-huh. realize how much you actually know and how much more you know than everybody else. And I'm not mm-hmm. surprised at all that people are gravitated towards you. And, well, he's a doer. I can yeah. hold on to him and he'll go do it for me. And then you quickly notice that, you know, you end up doing all the doing. Yeah, it, you know, I noticed that. I mean, when I first started doing it, uh, people were just kind of rolling their eyes. I'm like, oh, okay, you're one of those guys. And then, you know, like recently I get these houses um, with those five homes and the six one under contract. And I'm explaining to them, you know, how I got it, my, uh, you know, options for my exit strategy, if I want to buy a hole or if I want to just fix them up and maybe sell them a seller financing to another investor or whatever. I mean, there's several options there. And they're like, oh, wow, this is interesting. 
you know, and now, now they're really interested. It's, it's one of those things that, um, now they're asking me how I did it, you know, right. and it feels pretty good because I feel like in a way I've accomplished something, you know? Totally. Well, you totally have, you totally have. Um, yeah. but, but you realize how just the basics can blow people's minds away. Yeah. 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 I, I could either hold on to it or I could do, sell it seller financing. Oh my right. God, you can do that. You know, <laughs> yeah, like, aren't you exactly. at a real estate investor club right now? Isn't this like what you guys do? Yeah. yeah it's funny. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. Super. So you've got uh, a multifamily right now under contract. No, we, uh, it's, it's that multifamily is one we're going to, um, uh, get under contract here in a bit. We, we got to figure out because there's three homes that need to be, um, worked on so we got to figure out how much money we got left over um mm-hmm. you know after we do the uh the assessment of how much work needs to be done mm-hmm. um but uh we're just determining how much we can put down for the seller finance so uh, right now i think it's going to be uh, a sure thing but uh, we just got to figure out how much we can afford to put down Perfect. But I, i'm looking forward to that one i've always wanted to have a multi-family mm-hmm. in fact i think it'd be cool to have an apartment building too so you know it I is still have some time <laughs> up for me yet so Okay, so let's go. Let's go back to. Um, I'm trying to listen to everything you say, and then I forget what I was going to ask. The. Uh, okay, so you only had what forty grand and forty fifty grand to play with in your retirement account, right? Yeah. But right. now you're you're working on your seventh property. Is all of this in your retirement account? Uh, no, some of it is. Uh, I partnered with somebody, so some of it. Well, actually. Um, we went fifty fifty, so um, some of it is his and some of it's mine. So if that makes sense. Okay. Okay. No problem. Yeah. Got it. So so you've formed some partnerships, and yep. where did you find mm-hmm. your partner? Uh, well, you know that's another thing you talk about. Majority of your deals is done through your network. So um, of all the people I've met, and you know this is somebody I, I've I've came across while um, working and consulting with Mark Kohler. Mm-hmm. Um, came across uh, my partner, and and that's how I met him. Super. Super. Yeah. yeah. You know, as long as you're in action, these people gravitate to you. And some of them you want them to cling on and some of them you don't, yeah, <laughs> as you experienced. Perfect. So how did, you got a deal under seller financing, which is, is always exciting to me. So how did you find that deal? Uh, it came across my partner's desk. Um, I guess uh, he's managing the, the property, has been managing it for quite some time. And the owner just came up to him one day and um, said, hey, um, I, I want to get this property off my books mm-hmm. um you know i own it outright and i'll um you know offer seller financing uh she trusts him and um uh so that that's how that came across and in fact the sixth property that we have under contract right now he's checking out one of our properties that we had just bought just looking around at see how much work needs to be done or whatnot and then the neighbor came out and she goes hey you want to buy my house too and he goes oh let me take a look at it so mm-hmm. um one thing led to another and we got that house under contract Super dude. That's exactly how it happens. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. how it happens. So very good. Just staying in action and what well, they say, a rolling stone gathers no moss, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and just money and opportunity is attracted to, to people that are in motion. It's attracted activity. So great, great. Yeah. All right, so you got that. And any plans do you see? If, are you just focused on that right now or do you have an idea of what's just beyond that for you? Uh, well, you know, I, I mean, I, you know, that's my retirement account, so I want to build that as much as I can so that, you know, my kids and my grandkids and stuff can um, benefit from it. But um, what, you know, my wife and I have been talking the last week about what do we want to do right now. So we're 
um, looking to uh, use our savings to do the same thing with our savings money mm-hmm. um, so that we can start generating the cash flow um, that is separate from the retirement account. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of the same strategy mm-hmm. um, and just keep buying properties, you know, when it makes sense. You know, when we hear about seller financing um, and we have the money down, you know, jump at it if it makes sense, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's a uh, subject to um, uh, possibility then, and, and the bank's willing to work with us, then, you know, we'll, we'll jump on that too. Mm-hmm. But, you know, one thing I, I don't want to do is, is pay full price for a house when, you know, the return on investment would, would be much more if I could just put some money down and get seller financing or subject to. Right, right. Super, you're talking like a pro now. <laughs> I feel like it. <laughs> <laughs> Super, well, it's been awesome to catch up with you. Yeah, um, if someone wanted to get in touch with you, uh, would, would, is there some place that you could guide them? Yeah, so uh, they can email me if they like. Uh, my first name, Chris, C-H-R-I-S, last name, Ty, T-I-G-H-E, the number 5 at gmail.com. Chris, Ty, 5 at gmail.com is my email address. Super, fantastic. Well, well, let's stay in touch. Let's not let another year go by before we connect again. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. And then uh, you can come back and tell us all about your new stuff. Sound good? That's right. Sounds good, man. Super, bud. Thanks for, thanks for coming on the show. Appreciate it. Oh, thank you, man. Appreciate it. You bet. Talk to you soon. All right. All right. Okay, so all this week, and I'm not sure exactly when uh, you're going to be listening to this episode because of our little snafu, but there will be five total interviews of uh, Academy members, their experiences, and you just heard from Chris Ty. And so all this week, if you missed any of those, you're going to want to go back. Uh, the, our first day on Monday, we had Kenny Castillo. On Tuesday, we had Nicole Bryan. Wednesday, we had Mike Slane. Um, ju- the episode just before this one was uh, Ryan, Ryan Ball. And then uh, today, Chris. So if you missed any of those, go check them out. There's so much to learn from those interviews. It's, it's so nice and refreshing to get real-world experiences and to hear how, how it actually happens. You know, the yellow letters will generate leads and they will create deals. The postcards will, the the signs will. But what I really want you to get from Chris is, and I had no idea where this conversation was going because we did absolutely zero catching up before we started this recording, was that he's just out there and, and didn't give up. And then the activity, like through the, whether it's the Real Estate Investor Club, they hear that he did a deal or two and all of a sudden everybody wants to be his partner. Um, he had to take a little bit of a break. He had some, his, his life was happening in, in the middle of all this. So he took a little bit of a break and then he kind of regrouped. He went and, and continued his education and went and, and found a, another solution and found partners. And because he f- was constantly activity, more and more opportunities are coming to him. And that's exactly how it happens. But it's not going to happen unless you actually get started. And that's what I commend Chris for. It's what I commend all of our guests this week, Kenny and, and Nicole and Mike and and Ryan, and I've got so many other uh, stories and interviews that I get to share with you, and, and I will continue to share with you. And I invite each and every one of you, if you have something to share, if you have an experience, please come on. I think the the real world experience, the real world testimonies of of what it's like out there are more helpful than anything that you could ever learn from someone that you know in, in, in a workshop where there's a catch at the end of of the uh, at the end of the presentation. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. I just think you get two different perspectives, and I just want you to have both. I want you to have a good foundation, a good, well-rounded education around real estate and, and how it works, and how it can work for you is, is probably the most important part. That's what's most important to me is, is that you actually get your results. All right, so. 
Go ahead and check all of those uh, interviews out. I've got more coming for you. And hopefully by the time you are listening to this voice, the Epic Pro Academy is open. Um, I wish I could say go now, but I don't even know. I don't even know what's going to happen. I've been told in just a few hours uh, we will have um, our merchant account up and running, but I will be working all night until it is available, and I will uh, extend whatever I have to extend to make sure that it's fair for everybody and everybody gets a fair shot at getting in at this uh, the celebration discount, okay? Alrighty, so that's it for today, and I will see you on the next episode with a brand new episode where uh, I don't know what we're going to talk about. <laughs> Who knows what the, there might be a great lesson to get out of this whole experience this week that might transfer well into real estate. Um, I just got back from a, a conference in Las Vegas where I learned all kinds of cool stuff. I mean, I'm literally like going to turn my whole business inside out. I'm looking forward to sharing a lot of that with you as well. I mean, I'm really going from AAA to the big leagues here in, in just a minute. And so I'm super excited about that. So we'll see. We're going to play it by ear and see what next episode holds. But I assure you, it will be something totally awesome. And I guess I should say something totally epic. Alrighty. So that's it. I uh, can't wait. I'm Matt Terrio, living the dream. You've been. Cool. So, Chris, you still on the line? Yep. Still here. You, okay. You, you had something else you wanted to share. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off so soon. <laughs> no, no problem. Yeah, I just want to encourage everyone. I mean, when I first started, I was kind of, I wanted to do it, but I was too afraid to take the big step. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it wasn't until I decided to um, take action and invest in my education when things started happening, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I found out that you can't just have your foot in, in it just a little bit, but not all the way in. Um, if you do that, then nothing's going to happen. you got to take action. You gotta invest in your education, or else you're not gonna know what you're gonna do. And um, so, I just want to encourage people to, if you're thinking about it, if you're interested in it, take action, invest in your education, and it, it should pay off if you're persistent. Awesome, I appreciate that. Thanks, Chris. Thank you. Okay, best of luck to you, bud. Talk to you soon. All right, thanks. Okay, bye. You've been listening to Epic Real Estate Investing, the world's foremost authority on separating the facts from the BS in real estate investing education. If you enjoyed the show, please take a minute to visit iTunes and share your thoughts. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time here at Epic Real Estate Investing with Matt Terrio. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.